0: I'm still mesmerized by the opening each and every day. It looks it, it with the lines and everything. It kind of it kind of looks and the music kind of sounds like Squid Game. You, want, you watch Squid Game, Scott?
1: I've not, but I have seen some spoilers via the internet. Yeah. By
0: the By the way, this is uh, heading back to the window with Scott and Scott. You are live with us. It is Friday, you guys. Happy Happy Friday, TGIF, everybody. Nice to uh, Nice to be here. Of course, this is our This is our double day, Scott, as you and I do this show, and then we take a little break, have a drink of water, and then we move right into our NCAA football show, our Top 25 preview. So, yeah, there you go. It should be a fun afternoon. It should be a fun afternoon. It's good to be with you guys. Uh, Let's see who we we got in the house here. Scott, we got T-Train. Brandon Kubis is here. And, uh, yeah, there you go in winners and winners, That's me. I was actually trying to respond before the show started. So.
1: Uh, By the answer, Brandon's question, I messed up last week. I was going to do a UFC video and then I realized that around four in the morning, <laughs> Oh, the card starts at ten thirty. I forgot they were in Abu Dhabi. So that's my bad. I will have a UFC video tonight. So keep that in mind. Sorry about that, Brandon. And I'll remember when the actual start time of the event is moving forward.
0: That's right, because you talked on the show last Friday about uh, about putting out your UFC video and then uh, remembered that uh, <laughs> it was the Abu Dhabi.
1: It's a damn shame because I had a I had a good card too, but nobody cares because I didn't make a video on it.
0: Uh, I was left last night bleeding and dying on the street curb by the Miami Heat, says Nathan Cerna.
1: We're going to talk about. We are going to talk
0: day. about that uh, yeah. that's that second quarter because. I had a couple guys got in the comments section. They played the first quarter, uh, that that got home, that that got home in the heat the game. second
1: quarter is when it all went wrong. Went we uh went that. for a little further south. So uh... I had a I had a player prop. The worst thing that could happen when you have an over or a double double or anything is a blowout because you know your guy's going to get less minutes than normal. Right. Adebayo had an awful first half. Anyway, he looked a lot better in the second half. Finished with thirteen and seven. But Miami's is trailing by twenty four pretty much the entire fourth quarter bam playing 30 minutes we probably needed about 35 to 36 minutes and we just didn't get that
0: all right well you know what let's find out because we've been alluding to it a lot so let's get to the friday version of call the cops scott let's find out who took it in the shorts and uh, who was left uh for lack of a better term not a winner but more of a whiner scott All right, there you go. Pull it over, boys. Pull it over. It is... uh, uh, We had a a few to choose from today, Scott. We really did. Um, I
1: think the first one might be the worst beat of the NBA season, which I know sounds like hyperbole. It's really not. This first one's pretty brutal.
0: All right, well, let's talk about the Pistons 76ers over 208. They were sitting at 129 at halftime. 129 at halftime, Scott. They just... They needed um, they, what, they needed 80 points. 80 points is what they needed in the second half, and they couldn't get there. They could not get there. They put up 39 points in the third quarter, and they said, well, surely you have to do at least that well in the fourth quarter. Put up 39 points in the fourth quarter as well, Scott. That's 78. That game landed 207. Holy crap you had the over in the Pistons 76ers game. I am so sorry, but you have to call the cops.
1: I know the NBA has been more low scoring, but 79 78 points in the second half after 129 in the first half.
0: That's that's I don't
1: I don't I can't even explain that. That's just a ridiculous beat if you ended up having the uh yeah, if you just ended up having the over in that. That's brutal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What else you got?
1: So, looking at the second one, if you had the lightning on the money line against the Maple Leaves, you led one to nothing with less than 50 seconds to go. John Tavares scores and the Maple Leaves tied it. The Lightning ended up losing in overtime.
0: All right, very good. And here's one that we could have made this all about us. We could have we could have whined about our farm play in this same vein, but we decided to go a different direction. If you had Mike White over a touchdown and a half team over over one, one and a half, and a half touchdown half touches, passes. Yeah. How about that? I'll just say I'll just say it that way. He threw a two. He threw a TD pass, Scott, first quarter, right down the field, no problem. And then he injured his hand, out for the rest of the game. Of course, super backup Josh Johnson came in and absolutely put up uh, some serious garbage time stats: three touchdown passes, blah blah blah, three hundred plus yards, blah blah blah. Anyway, if you had anything to do with Mike White. Man, call the cops and call the ambulance because his hand was not good. That hurt. That hurt, Scott, because it hurt. our hurt our bet the farm plays. We had over on his yardage and it hurt the over and one and a half touchdown passes.
1: It looked so good for the first oh, like, eight minutes or so. We, we were, were going to cruise geniuses, to an easy winner.
0: Geniuses yeah. is what we were, and the game. You cannot tell me the game flow would have been one bit different with Mike White in there um, uh, versus Josh Johnson.
1: They couldn't stop the run anyway. So, you know, the Colts were going to score 42 no matter what. So you should have had garbage time, worst case scenario.
0: Right. Absolutely true. So, all right. Well, there was better news out there, Scott. And we were on a couple of the right side of these. So uh, let's find out who had an easier time of it, who had those nice, seriously, seriously easy wins. You didn't have to sweat it because you were sitting in the
1: rocking chair. (laughs) So looking at the first one, if you had the over in the Thursday night football game between the Jets and the Colts, 45 and a half, 38 points in the first half game landed 75.
0: That's, uh, that, that's, that's pretty good. That's a lot yep. of points.
1: I think Jonathan Taylor is still running.
0: You know, I, I got to tell you, Scott, I had, I had the over in the, uh, in my uh, free play of the day. And I was starting to have some second thoughts because there was a lot of people that I uh, really trusted and respect that were on the under in that. And they laid out a pretty good case, but I just, I just not the way I saw it. So um, nice to, nice to get one right. As far as uh, that goes. That's
1: how I looked at it. People were arguing about the under. I didn't see it. I thought that worst cases the Colts would move the ball and I had faith in Mike White. Yeah, turns out garbage time is a beautiful thing to help the over, but you didn't even need that much garbage time. Well, the Colts scored 42 by themselves. I had
0: faith in that terrible Jets defense, so I just didn't see any way that game stayed under. So, uh, if you had Georgia State Louisiana under, that was your under right there, Scott. Under 53 and a half, they had
1: three. Colts Colt scored 45 by the way. Sorry, I said yeah. 42.
0: Oh yeah, Colts put up 45. Um, at three points at halftime, Scott.
1: It was three. It was three nothing Georgia State. By the way. I turned it on the second half, and I saw actual points. I thought it was a typo, because every now and then ESPN might mess up which quarter it is, or you know it's in between quarters. So I thought it was three nothing after one quarter, and it's like, nope, it's actually halftime. I don't really know what happened there in the entire first half.
0: Yeah, we were uh, we were on the right side of that. We didn't have the total, but we did have Georgia State, who probably, all things being considered, probably should have won that game, but uh, definitely definitely kept it uh, close enough for uh, for government work as they say and we uh, we had the win there
1: and the last one was in hockey I know some people asked about my hockey plays I said I like the Islanders against the Canadians and that's because the Canadians are a terrible hockey team but the Islanders led five to nothing after two periods Brock Nelson four goals first time in his career shout out to him and the Islanders won six to two.
0: all right very good very good indeed and Scott you keep you keeping up with the comments because I'm I'm doing. I'm running. I'm running the show here, so I can't. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm going to be a little behind on the comments. Uh, good to see Alvaro Jimenez in the house. Uh, I'm keeping J- tabs on it. People J- are asking
1: C- about my UFC thoughts. I'm going to make a video later on it. So looking forward to that. Any thoughts on the Princeton and Dartmouth under forty six and a half? JC Stone thinks it's a lock.
0: I don't have any thoughts on that. I would. I would like to pretend that I know everything about all football games being played. I do not. I tried Fair my enough. I tried I, I tried my hand at another FCS play yesterday, by the way, and it did not work out as well. A play that you and I talked about on the air that looked really good on paper. I, I don't. That was the Morgan State Delaware State game. And Delaware
1: State just didn't show up for the first. No, round.
0: no. Like I said, you have two two plays of seventy plus yards and uh, in the first quarter, and that was pretty much all she wrote. So uh, we're going to turn our attention to the NBA, Scott, and find out who's wearing the golden feed bag today. Who is it? Hee-haw! Who's today's donkey of the day? How long do you think that uh, that sound effect made us laugh when we first started using it, Scott?
1: It was a while. It was. A couple weeks minimum, maybe a month. So we chose the Lakers. Scott, would you like to tell everyone why? Uh, so we ended up picking the Lakers for donkey of the day because, well... A week ago, they blew a 26 point lead to the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they played the Thunder again. A revenge and game. They, and you thought, you know, they're gonna cruise because they were motivated. Uh-huh. They blew the game about a week ago. Yeah,
0: they got their they pride were
1: ni- They were up nineteen in the first half. All right, going differently this time. They lost the game. What? Oklahoma City has two wins on the season. They are both against the Lakers. I can't really explain what the hell the Lakers are doing. I know on air, we talked about that game briefly and said that we agreed we couldn't lay double digits with the Lakers in this spot, but not the way I drew it up. Really? You're going to blow double digit leagues leads to the same opponent, arguably the worst team in the league in the span of a week. Come on, Lakers.
0: That, that's, Get it together. man. That's phenomenal. That, that really is right there. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, let me, let me ask you a question, Scott. J.C. Stone seems like a pretty responsible type cat. You going to take a little sprinkle on the Dartmouth under tonight?
1: I'll have to look into it.
0: Yeah, I am too. I, I definitely am. Uh, Brown's back. I know, to...
1: Dar- I know Dartmouth has been playing in a, some low-scoring games, so I'll keep an eye on it. But those teams, also pretty good. I think it'll be close, so we'll see. But the Ivy, it's in November. I don't mind unders.
0: Very good. Uh, Brownsbacker said he had a four-teamer last night, thanks to your uh to your help on the Islanders. Very good.
1: I should have picked a hockey play as my play today. I had the Islanders and I had the Golden Knights. They both won handily, but that was all I had. I chose basketball instead.
0: There you go. All right. So we talked about it earlier. We've got it, we've got it, we've got to talk about this, Scott. Let's find out who didn't make us mad. <laughs> but they really disappointed it in today's. I'm not just mad. I'm I'm not mad. <laughs> Take two. We're going we're to cut that part out, right? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. All right. There you go. Just one will do it. Thanks, boys. By the way, I
1: still see a rocking chair on the banner.
0: Oh, yeah. We need to get we rid of that. that. Yeah, sure. Thanks cool. very much. No problem. So let's see I get through eating this apple, as my dad used to say. All right, Scott. Take it. I know this one really got you lit up.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it got me lit up per se, because I had a player prop on it, so it was just bad for the pace in general. But the Miami Heat, very good team. We know that they're one of the best teams in the league so far. And the Celtics had a back-to-back after playing against Orlando the previous day. And yet the Heat, off to a decent start in the first quarter, like you thought. Second quarter came around. This is in Miami, by the way. The Heat got outscored 33-9. to in the second quarter, and they got buried. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what exactly the play, the game plan was. I heard you're supposed to put the ball in the basket, and the Heat didn't put the ball in the basket. Nine points in a quarter. How do you even do that?
0: How how do you even do that?
1: I don't even know. That's incredible. And yes, Zach, the Celtics team total under still won anyway because the Heat defense is still very good. But nine points in a quarter at home. And That's one of the lowest totals I've seen in years. And they
0: had to look at those uniforms.
1: Those were some hideous uniforms.
0: Yeah. What, what, what was your comment earlier? It looked about like a the ransom lettering? note. Yeah, the lettering looked like a ransom note. Yeah,
1: different letters and different fonts. It looked like somebody cut out a piece of magazine and tried to like say that they were holding somebody's daughter for ransom.
0: Right. Uh,
1: it really was not a pretty, uh, not a pretty outfit there for the Heat.
0: No, not at all. Uh, Brownsbacker says like when you order a dozen donuts and you only get eleven, you're not mad, you're disappointed. Oh no. Oh, no, I'm mad, and somebody at Duncan's going to pay the price on that one.
1: Well, that's also a robbery, because if you get a dozen, you, you could get the baker's dozen and get the free 13th.
0: I would say call the cops, but you just need to walk out the door, and they're probably sitting in their car.
1: Thank I think you're going to say they were probably eating the donuts. Well, yeah, that it's was a, a cop donut joke.
0: It's a, it's a cop donut joke. It's Okay, cool. Uh, very good. Uh oh! If they oh man, (laughs) if they lose their hundred fifty million dollar investment in Kyle Lowry,
1: Lowry got injured again, hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter. So that contract has so far not looked too good.
0: Not too good at all. So, uh, what else going on, man? Any any uh, the Aaron Rodgers news? What are they going to do with him, bud?
1: What are they going to do with him? Yeah, they're going to they're going to suspend him. They're going
0: to find the team. Did the team know about it?
1: I don't really know what they're going to do about it. I think Rodgers will not – he's obviously not going to play this week. Right. I think he's not going to play next week too. As for the discipline with the NFL, if you think I'm going to try to predict what the discipline of the NFL is going to do, you're out of your mind because they can't make up their minds on the simple stuff. Well. So I'm not going to bother guessing what's going to happen with Rodgers moving forward with the potential suspension. I don't think he's going to get suspended but I do think he might miss the next game as well.
0: Do you think it's a possibility there is a two or even more tiered system for discipline in the NFL? Do you think if this was the random third string tight end that had pulled this uh, same sort of uh, trick on his teammates
1: and team, Scott, or subterfuge, I guess? I don't think it involves the NFL. I think the Packers would have cut somebody else if somebody else did this.
0: So you agree that you think Aaron Rodgers is going to get special treatment in this situation? He's
1: getting preferential treatment, but I'm not saying it's officially from the league. I think the Packers would have just cut the third string tight end who did this if it would happen to that person instead. Did the Packers know? I think some of them probably knew.
0: Don't you? Wouldn't you assume you would have to see a the vaccination card? And, yeah. So. High, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, Damien, we're going to get to the NBA here probably in just a minute. Um, we don't have a lot going on in, as far as football goes, so yeah, we'll talk some. We'll talk some NBA and uh, maybe even uh, maybe even a little hockey. Scott, you, uh, you get any hockey picture on tonight? Well.
1: You wanna to go to hockey right now or you wanna keep talking about Rodgers for a bit?
0: I don't know. You got any other you got any other hot takes on Rodgers? What do you guys think in the in the comment section? What do you think about Rodgers? What is he gonna be suspended? Did he is it uh is Green Bay going to end up, you know? because My teams... hot
1: take is him not playing next week too, which I don't even know you... if it counts as a hot take, but that's what I'm going well,
0: with. Well, are you you saying is it because he's still not going to test negative for the virus or because he's going to be some sort of backhanded discipline?
1: I think it might be a mix of both, probably the former.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I think that's possible. Crash Landon said he hasn't he had he has an immunization card. <laughs> because that's the whole thing. He's the immunization versus vaccination. You know, the- what's
1: well, New- might be fine for him personally, but if the league requires you to get something and you get alternative treatment, then the league could punish you if they want to. T- how it works?
0: T train showing his uh, showing his Patriot colors. It says if it was the Patriots, they would have uh, lost a draft pick,
1: got fined, you name it. Um, it's a good question by T train. Bigger question is if Rodgers cares. I don't know because we thought during the off he might potentially just ditch the team completely. Yeah, so, I, he's I a, don't know. He's a different cat,
0: man. He's a, he's a, he's a different cat. Uh, it's all hogwash. I'm
1: going to take, take a wait and see approach. Cause of course <clears throat> this is a little bit above my pay grade when it comes to NFL discipline, <clears throat> but I don't know. I like seeing him play football. He's not going to play this week, next week. Maybe it also depends if he has any symptoms, if he's feeling any better, that's also a factor, right? But I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll We'll see. Um, Brown's backer says it's kind of all hogwash. to just let him play problem with that is it's laid out very specifically in the agreement that the nflpa and the owners signed about what constitutes a vaccine so no matter what your position is on the vaccine etc you can't argue with the fact that what he did was it
1: yeah your your employer made a deal with you right and you didn't uphold your end of the bargain correct
0: it's like you work for any union the union negotiates on your behalf and they made an agreement with management so it's a good you know. question
1: My T. Trank. Can Kansas City actually cover for once this week? No,
0: no, no. Do you don't. think Jordan Love finds a way? Oh, Love will find a way. Absolutely. Love I mean, somebody. I know, uh, oh, yeah. The underman said that. Uh, by the way, what's up, the underman? Uh, I thought, yeah, he said that he's a Love will do it. I, I, that defense that showed up last week, Scott, that and has been there the whole season, there aren't very many teams that defense would have beaten. And the Giants happen to be one of them, but that's
1: I I did hear somewhere that love conquers all, so we'll see what happens.
0: You know the the headlines they really light them the write themselves. It's it's I a,
1: like the under in that game. I'm not going to pick a side because you know I can't back Kansas City because that team is just really you're burning money if you've been backing them for the last month or or even last year. Well, depend, to, d- depending
0: number. on whose lines you use, they're either three and sixteen against the number or three fifteen and one against the number over. last 19 games so and we know
1: Kansas City has an issue stopping the run so we know know that Green Bay should probably rely more on Dylan and Jones Mm -hmm. I like the under I think you'll see a hideous game kind of like what we saw with the actual uh Chiefs Giants Monday night game I think you'll see a low scoring game I'll take the under
0: good and good to see Michelle wears in the house Bien Drabajo is here as well he said all you need is Rogers backup no 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 we'll probably get dinged right there
1: Rogers backups all you need
0: is all you need but I love the Chiefs but no way with this defense. Yeah, agreed. I I obviously dude, I'm a huge Chiefs fan and it's it's ugly. It's 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 shades of you know 5 years ago before it was 6 years before Andy got here. It's it's this is just an awful team and you know all the things that Mahomes does wrong that you know you were able to kind of overlook
1: the first few years. He throws off his back foot. His footwork in general is terrible besides that his pocket presence is non-existent well you know what it's he abandons the pocket so quickly he doesn't all the time. Uh,
0: he doesn't abandon it so much as just roll away from the pressure he has fantastic instincts about it but the problem is is the protection breaks down because they don't know where he is so sometimes it's not it's not abandoning the pocket because he's still looking to throw his eyes are always still downfield but He's, he's just used to rolling away from pressure. And then sometimes that puts additional pressure on the offensive Mm -hmm. line. So, um,
1: (laughs) by the way, I saw, I saw a question from Zach before if the Cowboys are as good as the record indicates, you know, I try to be unbiased with some of the teams that I support. I think this team's very good. I I think they're a very good football team. Now I'm not going to overreact to winning with a backup quarterback against Minnesota because we all know primetime Kirk Cousins should never be favored under any circumstance because he's an abysmal primetime quarterback. That Cowboys team is good. Yeah, I'll give it to them. I don't think they're Super Bowl uh like good, but I think they're potentially maybe NFC Championship game as yeah. a ceiling. But that's a solid football. Team. Oh,
0: I think that team can win the NFC. I
1: absolutely I think do. they could. I wouldn't pick them to win the Super Bowl because I think I still think Tampa's better than them. I think the Rams are better than them. I think there are some teams there. But I actually do like what I've seen from the Cowboys. I think that team is a top-five team in the league.
0: Okay, good enough. J.R. Black says he has no fundamentals. That's Patrick Mahomes. He's absolutely correct. He he has very poor fundamentals, and he's been able to get away with it because of the results of taking care of themselves. But it's like, and I know probably there's a lot of bowlers. There's a lot of golfers out there. If you've got some kind of hitch in your swing and your delivery uh, that makes it difficult to repeat it, eventually it's going to be a problem, most likely. Uh, there are some obvious exceptions to the rule, but for the for the most part, you don't have the fundamentals. It's going to be a, a big problem, certainly at the highest level.
1: So. I heard the yips are the reason why Charles Barkley never won pro in golf.
0: <laughs> uh, by the way, everybody, don't forget to like, subscribe. Check us out in podcast form if you're driving around. We're available on all the major pl- pl- podcast platforms, so... I'm very terrible about asking for that. So that's why I do it at the beginning of my videos. I just ask for it right up front because I always forget. So, uh, Gabriel uh, wants to know, uh, who's he taking? uh, Hornets or Kings? What do you like there?
1: I think it's a tough one because Sacramento's actually been a decent team so far this season. They have had a somewhat favorable schedule. Charlotte is a team that has looked good this season. I still think they've been overperforming. I think they're going to fall back to earth a little bit, but... I do think Charlotte has a better overall team than Sacramento. They were already in California because they just played against the Warriors. I'll take the Hornets getting a couple points, sprinkle on the money line. I think there's some value there.
0: You? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I, this is a. Uh, uh,
1: Char- if Rozier starts actually making shots, this team will play better. Rozier's been terrible since he came back off injury. I think he'll get it together. Give me the give me the Hornets.
0: Okay, I'm I'm not so sure I'm sold on the Hornets. I'm, I'm they might have been a two week flash in the pan. That's that's what I'm. More, I, that's
1: that's what I said. But I'm not sold on the Kings. Well,
0: that's that's fair enough. Uh, by the way, uh, talking about uh, is it the coordinator? Yes, it's Steve Spagnola for sure. That's a good place to start. I also don't think there's a lot of talent at the linebacker position. That's for the Chiefs. Uh, is Mahomes? You got Ingr-
1: good? you got Ingram.
0: Yeehaw. Is Mahomes good without Andy Reid? Ye- yes, but not as good that would I think he makes I think he makes any quarterback better. Uh Alex Smith looked a lot better with Andy Reid than he ever looked anywhere else. So
1: Well, Rowan saying the Kings give up leads late, that's what happens when you have Luke Walton as your head coach for about 5 years.
0: You just, You're going to blow
1: a lot of games in the fourth quarter. It's going
0: to be another year of roast Luke Walton for you, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I kind of have to, right? I can't believe he's a job.
0: Uh, fair enough. All right. So let's All right, so let's do it officially. Um Oh, let's do one NASCAR here. Uh, Zach Vaughn says, unless somebody wrecks Kyle Larson this weekend. Always a possibility, by the way. Uh, he's going to drive off with a NASCAR championship plus one hundred and fifty. Very I mean, nice. He's
1: been the best driver all year long.
0: We've talked. You and I have talked a lot about how we never had more fun doing a, doing any kind of a radio slash pod video. We
1: we should consider bringing that back next w- season. Did, I had a great time.
0: We did our three man booth on the uh, on on NASCAR. We we had a blast. Mm-hmm. So and we, with the cat that used to work there was from Mississippi and he was a hoot. So uh, as far as hockey goes, Scott uh Islanders uh I mean the Rangers are in action there against Edmonton Oilers. Are they finally going to play up to
1: expectations? Uh you talk about for the playoffs because they've been really really good this season. That's, what, I, that's what that's, that's what that's what
0: that's what I'm saying. Are they are they going to be able to maintain that throughout the season?
1: It's really tough cuz you know McDavid's great, you know Drysdale's great, you know that they have a lot of offensive talent. The issue is that the defense with 55-year-old Mike Smith in net usually doesn't fare too well in the playoffs. And it's not even about losing. How do you get swept by Winnipeg? I don't
0: know. How understand. does that happen? Still still one of the bigger surprises. I had the Oilers in that series. You and I had talked about that.
1: And I had them in game one.
0: They just completely no showed. So
1: yeah they no showed but Edmonton's been good this year. That power play is filthy, which it should be because you have arguably two of the best not even arguably two of the top four players in the league. So you should be really good on the power play. Right. The Rangers are tricky. Because I don't think the team's very good, but Shrestagan's very good in net. So I do think that he can win a game by himself. I actually watched the Rangers blow that multiple goal lead to Vancouver the other day that they lost in overtime. I don't know if I really want to lay that much with Edmonton. Uh, You're laying a decent number there at around minus 155, maybe a little bit higher there. I'm going to stay away. Unless you want to put in a parlay or so, I don't really want to straight bet that. I... I'm going to stay away, but I think Edmonton should win the game.
0: Any interest on uh, laying
1: 170 with the Ducks? I kind of am because Arizona's played so bad. nine games. I said they were going to be the worst team in the league after one game. I said that going in, this team's going to be awful. They're 0-8-1. They have one point in nine games. They are awful. Ed- I know that Anaheim is a team that blows a lot of leads late. That means they're usually winning. In some of those games, doing the math in my head there, Gibson's very good in net. Arizona's awful. I like Anaheim in regulation at around minus 110.
0: Okay. Um. Anything else on the hockey card grab you before we move on to the NBA?
1: Uh, yeah, going back to the uh, Blackhawks. I'm looking at the over okay. uh, between them and the Jets. Uh, you've seen the impact Patrick Hank can have on this team. Not when it comes to winning and losing, but when it comes to scoring. Winnipeg has been a pretty solid offensive team at home this season. Chicago's defense is a mess. Whether they end up using Flory, whether they don't, that team can't stop anybody. I'll take the over six. I think you'll see a decent amount of goals in that game.
0: Okay. Uh, Nathan Starnes says he likes the puck line, uh, plus, plus 120 on the Ducks. The Ducks. On I don't the...
1: mind that. If you're up one in regulation, like I said, for the regulation line, it means you'll have an empty netter draw. Pull but that goalie. Pull that goalie. That Arizona team. Oh, God. So bad. They are awful.
0: So bad. Uh, Roland likes the Ducks in the under. I don't hate that either. I don't think Arizona's going to do much. Yep.
1: Gibson um, could have a shutout in this game. It wouldn't surprise me. So,
0: speaking, speaking of bad teams, Orlando in action against San Antonio. San Antonio laying three and a half on the road to this Magic team that so far has been, uh, what do we call, pretty, pretty bad, Scott. But San Antonio, yeah, sure. no, no great shakes either. Differences they cover.
1: Who you got the battle of two and six versus two and seven. Yeah. I'll take the Spurs. Yeah. I think that the Spurs are just a more talented team. And I know that Orlando has some young talent. Wendell Carter's been pretty good. Bomba's been pretty good. Suggs has been a little bit, uh, I'd say inconsistent. Cole Anthony has been the main guy, but it's because he shoots a lot. I don't really think he's really been efficient. He just takes most of the shots. The Spurs are the deeper team. I know Yaka Pirtle still out because of COVID, but they hung tough with them with the Mavericks the other night. I think they're the better team. We saw Orlando score 31 points in the second half against Boston the other day. I think San Antonio should find a way to score more easily. DeJounte Murray, really, really good, and people haven't realized how good he's been. I'll take San Antonio. I think they'll win this game by at least five. You know,
0: I'm going to go the other way simply because San Antonio doesn't have a center for this game, Scott.
1: They have a couple. They don't have anybody who's as good as Pirtle, but they still have Eubanks. They'll throw in a couple of guys out there, right?
0: But 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 Orlando but get
1: killed on the boards.
0: Orlando, so. you know, runs the twin towers, yeah. so they are they already lead the NBA in rebounding. Yeah, I think they're going to dominate the glass. San Antonio, here's my advice: don't
1: miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that angle. I'm afraid Orlando will need every offensive rebound because that team cannot shoot.
0: Yeah, they're awful. They they average about 101 uh, per game. They are not good. And yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a little contrarian play there. And obviously, something I'm probably not gonna play in real life. But I just I just worry about the the lack of of height for these. You want to go for Spurs. a potential
1: long shot prop? DeJounte Murray triple double? I don't hate that.
0: Okay. All right, very good. Uh, Brownsbacker, how do you feel about getting rid of OBJ? Is that Are you are you happy about that? I'm, I'm curious. Scott, what, what, do, what are your thoughts on OBJ and where should he go?
1: I think that it's a smart move by Cleveland because OBJ clearly doesn't want to be there. He hasn't really had much of an impact with Baker from what we've seen. You can even make the case that Baker was better without him last year. But OBJ, if we're going to call it what it is, he was a flash in the pan. He had one historically great season, one and a half great historical seasons, and he's been injury-prone ever since. And people keep expecting him to turn back the clock and to look like this guy. It reminds me of Josh Gordon because every time he would come back and switch teams, people would say, remember that one time on Cleveland when he had, like, 1,800 yards? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's not who he is. Just accept it. Now, OBJ could be decent in an actual environment as a small – type of weapon, not the main focal point, but a decent complementary piece. I think that he's not really that great at this stage in his career with all the injuries. When it comes to destinations, I will pick two spots, either Green Bay or New Orleans. I think losing Michael Thomas for the year hurts New Orleans. I think they need another guy. I think New Orleans is a sleeper pick because we know OBJ played at LSU in college.
0: Okay. Now, see, I know, and I know there's some, there's some, there's some Patriots chatter. I think it's interesting that the T train, who's a Patriots fan, says he hopes he stays in Cleveland. So I
1: don't th- think New England's going to get him. So I, I wouldn't even worry about that.
0: Wants no part of him. Uh, Legion of Picks, by the way, is in the house. He's, uh, he's checking in from the Great Pacific Northwest. Um, how about the Knicks, the is,
1: does, dude, does New England need OBJ because they've been doing pretty well offensively for the last couple weeks? I don't think they really need him. I. I wouldn't I wouldn't say they don't need a receiver. I don't think so. But like New Orleans is the local angle. Green Bay makes sense, but now you don't have a quarterback, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, Rowan, I know Winston's out, but the point is you were expecting Michael Thomas to come back to help boost the receiving core during the second half of the year. He had a setback. He's now out for the year. I think they'll look for something, for some type of spark, quote-unquote, and OBJ is the guy who you pretend to your fan base, he'll change something.
0: You know, we didn't talk about this much, Uncle Otis, about the uh, the OBJ senior and, and throwing the ball to OBJ junior.
1: Scott, you got a take on that? I don't think it's a great move by the father, but I'm sure the father knew that his son was going to be out the door in about a week anyway.
0: Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, uh, playing playing for the Seahawks to snatch up OBJ. Oh, my God. OBJ, Metcalf, and Lockett with the... Uh, Russ coming back would be electric. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure there's enough balls up there to go around to, to make OBJ happy. It,
1: it would seem like a move uh, Seattle would do because their defense would still be underwhelming. They still can't run the ball. But, yeah, they got a pretty shiny piece to show off in the passing game.
0: There you go. Uh, Nathan Cernus says, 91% of the money and 75% of the size is in San Antonio. That's right. I'm fading them. Fading them all. Fading the Sharps. You're fading, fading the fade. public. Fading the public and the Sharps. So, I, I don't care. Okay. Knicks and Bucks. That might be one of the better games of the evening. What do you got?
1: I'm going with the Bucs. The Knicks were a team we all were kind of excited for a little bit because of what happened last year. And after they won in double overtime against the Celtics in the first game, Knicks fans were ready to break out the parade. It seemed like they were destined to go to the NBA Finals. You look at them for the last couple of games, they have not been good. Now, Milwaukee is missing Middleton. They they do have Drew Holiday back, who was missing a decent amount at the start of the year. Can anyone in the league guard Giannis? The answer is no. I'll take Milwaukee.
0: Yep, and they're gonna they're gonna be missing Brooke Lopez, looks like. By the way, but
1: uh, yeah, but in Milwaukee, I the know. Knicks have really struggled on the road. I'll I'll take Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, this is a a Knicks team that that game against Indiana, man, that was that was not a good look at all. Uh, no. it, it, Indiana
1: it, might be decent because they got Levert back. They have Brogdon who's healthy, so that team might actually not be as bad as we thought earlier on. Early on, but the defense, which is the calling card for the Knicks has really not been as great as we thought it would be going into this year. The offense has been decent. But with the fact that this team's identity is supposed to be defense and they've underperformed on that end, Yeah, I don't think facing Giannis is going to help.
0: Yeah, they've given up about yeah about 114 a game over their last three. That's that's not a great look. Of course, this is a Milwaukee team that is really shit the bed three times in a row at home there, man. That was mm-hmm. three really, well, two bad losses and one uh, loss. They had lost to Minnesota and to San Antonio.
1: But they're back on track. They they beat Detroit.
0: They, beat, they went to Detroit and beat. You gotta Detroit. Celebrate. You got to celebrate. to beat Detroit. Ah, uh, yeah. I you know I'll, I'll take it. I'll take a small lean with New York here just because of the injuries to uh, to Milwaukee. But
1: I think the total is the trickiest part in that game because I really have a hard time taking an under with the Knicks' defense right now and the fact that Milwaukee goes up tempo. We know Giannis is probably going to go for thirty and fifteen if he wants to. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks and I'll take the over. Giannis yeah. might go nuclear in this game. Yeah,
0: Bucks team total is a is a good play too. I don't. I don't yeah, need I that. agree. Got a couple of college football games tonight. Votek and uh, Boston College and, uh, numbers come down a little bit from three to two and a half. A little bit of Boston College money coming in forty nine.
1: Remember when both those teams were ranked about a month and a half ago?
0: Good times, man. That that VaTech game against North Carolina up there in Blacksburg, man. That was a that was electric. That that atmosphere there. Two. Two good defenses squaring off. (laughs) What the hell happened there, bud?
1: I'm going with Boston College. If you're betting on this game, I think you got to take the dog just because both teams you can't trust. So I'll take the team getting points that I can't trust out of the two. But Virginia Tech, I don't like the quarterback. I don't think he can throw. I think that he can run a little bit. Boston College's offense has been terrible too. Once again, if you're picking this game – I'm going with the under because I just don't like either offense in this matchup. But I think Virginia tech's defense is good on occasion. So I do think you'll see a low scoring hideous game on Friday in Boston in November. So, you know, the weather's going to be a little bit chilly there. Give me the under, but damn, I can't take any team in this matchup. Like there's no way I can back any team here.
0: See, I'm, I'm the other way I took. I, I took on my play on my play of the day. I took Virginia tech. And I don't blame you Ro- for doing that. Roland, Roland I, pointed I just, out exactly the point that I made. Uh, four conference games, uh, Boston College scored 40 points.
1: Oh, they're bad. I'm aware. That and offensive T-train's, line is
0: dreadful, dude.
1: T-Chain saying, I got to fade you on Boston College. You're, you're fading nothing because I don't have an angle. My angle's the under. Fade
0: him. Fade him.
1: I, I was picking a side for <laughs> the him. points, but it, there's a 0% chance I'm taking a side in this game. Under's the only way I'm looking at this game.
0: I like Vatek. How, how about the Utes in Stanford? I'm sorry. Did you say Utes?
1: What is a Ute? Uh, I have no thoughts on the Pac-12 either because all these teams are psycho. What fucking good? Why are you here? I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. It's just a pretty face, apparently. I'm going to go with Utah because this team has played better than Stanford for the last couple of weeks. Utah randomly on pace to make it to the conference title game. I despise the Pac-12. If you've been betting on teams in the Pac-12, I'm sure you've been absolutely miserable for the whole year. But I'm going to go with Utah because I have like what I've seen. Stanford peaked for about a week and a half. That was about a month ago. Good times. I'll take Utah.
0: All right, bud. Well, it's time to get to it. Finish up the show. Finish up the week. We have put our heads together. We've come up with our favorite play. By the way, quick reminder, everybody. Stay tuned. About 10 minutes from the end of this show, we're going to be right back with our College Football Top 25 preview. So in the meantime, we're going to find out our best play of the day. As we all climb aboard our tractors, put on our straw hats, call those cows, and get ready to bet the farm!
1: So, for this one, we're going to look at basketball. Going with the Warriors, minus nine, at minus 114 on Fandle, at home against the Pelicans. Now, the Pelicans, I mentioned before the season started, were my favorite win total under on the board because this team, especially with Zion being out indefinitely, I thought were going to be terrible. And the Pelicans are really living up to that because the Pelicans are one and eight overall, one and four on the road. Meanwhile, Golden State, even without Clay Thompson and Wiseman, have been good—six and one straight up, three and one at home. Warriors have won each of their uh, last two home games by at least twenty-one points. Pelicans have lost each of their last two road games. at least 12 points and what can make a bad team even worse is when you're missing your best player and Brandon Ingram has not played in the last three games because of a hip issue if he is out this team cannot score and even with Ingram playing I am curious if he's going to be a a little bit limited in minutes because of the hip issue Golden State at home has been fantastic and I do think that the Pelicans on the road are complete fade material give me the Warriors minus nine
0: there you go. I have I have nothing to add to that. I like that play very much. I think the Warriors playing good basketball right now, and uh, I'm gonna. I think they're still a little bit undervalued when it comes to the betting markets. I think we punched on that tonight. So there it is, kids. Get down on the Golden State Warriors minus the nine points. As always, we appreciate you guys checking us out, stopping by, interacting with us, all that fun stuff. Like I said, stay tuned for the college show here in just a couple of minutes. But until then, I'm Scott Steen. He is Scott Reichel. You guys are you guys and good luck on all your plays. Hope every one of those tickets in your pocket turns into cash money when you head back to the window. We'll see you next time. You guys take care. Bye-bye.